And welcome back to ACB Radio. Time for some fun stuff. And I'll get out of the way. This is Larry Gassman, and let it continue. Good evening, everyone. This is Tyson Nurse, and I'll be hosting tonight's call. And I am telling you, I'm looking forward to this. This is the session I've been looking to all week. If you know me, if you've heard me in community calls, you know that the Victor Reader Stream is the most loved device in my house. So with that said, I'm going to give some CEUs, and then I'm going to turn it over to Peter Tusick, who is the Grand Ambassador for Humanware. And that CEU code, if you're signed up to receive CEUs or Flex, it is 284AB, like Alpha Bravo. Again, that's 284Alpha Bravo. All right, Peter, take it away, my friend. Boom. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks, everyone. I just wanted to do that live just because it seemed very fitting. I am thrilled to be here. Uh, I know many of you, some of you may have joined uh, our session on Monday night talking about what's new with Braille at Humanware. I was also on the Bits presentation on Sunday, so it was great. Uh, this will be third time's a charm. Going to have some fun tonight talking about the Victor Reader stream and what is new on the Victor Reader Trek. I will also answer questions. I always say it and I I mean it. I'd rather talk with you than at you. So uh, I will be talking about what is new and, and kind of looking at some improvements and some things we're working on. And also would certainly love to answer questions from all of you out there as we move forward. My name is Peter Tusick. I am the brand ambassador of blindness products for humanware. And this is my fifth ACB convention. I have been with Humanware five years, so that would make sense. Uh, I try definitely to be at everyone. And the, the saddest thing is this was supposed to be in Chicago, which is where I'm from and where I'm currently sitting. Fortunately, not outside because it's about 100 degrees, but uh, such is life. So we're going to have some fun virtually. It's been a great turnout thus far, and I see that it is already a great turnout here tonight. So Looking forward to it. Um, I work with all of our Braille and blindness products. So that would range from products like the Braille Note Touch Plus, uh, the Braille Note Taker side of things, over to the blindness uh, speech products like the Victor Reader Stream and Trek. For those of you who are not as familiar with the Victor Reader Stream, um, it really is a device that is by far is our most popular us, our being, us being humanware, our most popular device in the world. We have over 100,000 users of the Victor Reader line of products. And that, for an, for an assistive technology company like humanware, that is a huge amount of people. Um, and everywhere we go and everywhere we kind of, you know, travel to and traverse ourselves uh, through it, it, you know, the track is used in, in many, many countries. I was recently on a webinar in Russia um, doing doing some Victor Reader stuff. It's used all over Europe and South Africa. It's used in, um, you know, across Asia and also in Australia. So it, it, it gets around and the product really is meant to serve as a handheld device that can consume all things audio. So we think about streaming content from book services so book you know library online libraries such as bookshare such as nls or the national library service here in the united states um also consuming digital content so things like the national federation of the blind newsline service so nfb newsline for newspapers also being able to work with wikipedia and wiktionary and some of those things so the device really is about consuming digital content but it's also made for 
some, you know, for, for other types of content as well. So we can stream radio stations on the device. Um, we can certainly listen to podcasts on the device also. And for many of us, uh, really the Victor Reader stream second generation may have been what introduced us or what brings us into the world of podcasts because it is such an easy to use podcast catcher and it really really takes things and really puts them into an, an interface that is easily used by somebody who is blind like myself and some of us who just don't want to use a smartphone all the time um, or some of us who just don't have access to or just cannot get that whole smartphone piece down and there's certainly nothing wrong with that we we absolutely are going to continue to move the victor reader line of products as we move forward they will move with us um, and really it, it has been amazing to to talk with users so like everybody here tonight to talk with users who who say all the time, right? I take my Victor Reader stream everywhere I go. Um, and I personally, I was in college not too long ago, but the years go by every single year. It's a little further. So we're looking at more than 10 years ago now. But when I was in college, that first Victor Reader stream is truly what got me through in terms of getting all of my textbooks in one spot. Even today, when we have the prevalence of smartphones, of tablets, of many, many other ways to access content, uh, we still find the Victor Reader being used to consume digital books, to quickly take notes, and to be an easy push button or keypad driven way to access lots of content that at times can be very hard to find in sort of a digital you know, digital platform. So we continue to move that forward. And in doing so, we, we heard from lots of our consumers over the years who said, well, humanware makes this great blindness product, the Victor Reader Stream. And humanware has also lived in the space of navigation or, or handheld GPS for some time with the, the Trekker Breeze products and then the Breeze Plus. And before that, we had other versions of the Trekkers. Uh, why can't we combine the two? And we thought, well, yeah, that would make perfect sense. Why can't we combine the two? And so people who are way smarter than myself, uh, who are developers and work on the research and development side of things, brought forward a combination product called the Victor Reader Trek. And that product has been out for about two years, going on two and a half. And we've finally gotten to a point where we're taking a major step forward on that product. So I'll be talking a little bit about that um, in terms of what we're going to be bringing to the Victor Reader Trek very shortly. We're looking at a matter of weeks, not months at this point, um, in terms of the update coming to everybody who has a Victor Reader Trek. And, and again, I'll talk about what that is because much like a smartphone, right? A lot of times applications that are used to get map or travel sorts of Feedback are, are very challenging. Sometimes they're they're expensive, but oftentimes they're very hard to use just while you're in the midst of moving around. I live in the middle of Chicago. I was born and raised here. I grew up in the, you know, I grew up just outside the city, but I've lived in the city for about 12 years. And I cruise everywhere on buses, on trains, over all sorts of neighborhoods, all just anywhere and everywhere. And doing so with my smartphone, with my iPhone held up in the air is a bit of a challenge. Um, a, I don't want someone to grab it from me when I'm cruising around. And B, a lot of the times it can just be challenging to try and use a touchscreen device with one hand. So what the Victor Reader truck, first and foremost, it is designed for a blind person, but it is it is a pedestrian friendly or vehicle friendly GPS system that is all push button. So when we think of information that is pertinent to or relevant to a blind traveler, such as intersection type, um, direction of travel, 
you know, distance to my next intersection, points of interest, all of that. It's going to give us all of that information in real time. In addition to that, what it will also give me is you know, the, the types of intersections I'm coming up to, as well as points of interest. So what is around me um, and can I plan a route or can I get there with turn-by-turn instructions, be it walking or if I'm riding with someone in, in a vehicle or in an Uber or something. Um, and and to, to kind of second that, another advantage is we can drop landmarks as we move around. So digital landmarks, dropping a pin, if you will, uh, for somebody who's, who is blind. So being able to just drop that pin straight down with a voice tag and say, this is something I want to landmark. It, it, it can be very useful, not only for obviously, you know, your house or something that might not be a point of interest on a map, but also for the times when you find yourself in an inner city park, or maybe when you're not in the inner city, you might be out in San Francisco Bay fishing, uh, like our friend, the blind captain does with his Victor Reader Trek. Uh, You might be hiking or, or going somewhere out where you're off in an open area and using the device to drop landmarks, even when you're not on a map. So a college campus or other environments. I know I've worked with many um, folks in the VA. So a lot of a lot of veterans who, you know, had very large properties and just needed to be able to get from, from place to place to place. And sometimes we drop those landmarks in open areas. So it's more than just a product that gives us map information. But in, in, its, in its, you know, simplest form, it is exactly that. It is a handheld, very much, you know, auditory sort of device that is designed for a blind traveler and that will give us the ability to move around and get verbal feedback as we walk. There's also vibrations on the device. So there is haptic feedback. Um, The vibrations will give us kind of that turn by turn. The device does have Bluetooth. The Victor Reader Trek does have Bluetooth. So it will connect to your aftershocks. Obviously you do not want, and we do not want you walking around with headphones on of any kind, but open ear aftershock sort of headphones are great. And I always preface anything by saying when you're using a GPS product, it is the same as if you've ever ridden in the car or in an Uber or with somebody, anybody who is sighted, or as I like to call them, light dependent, thanks to my my buddy, Jim Sullivan, somebody who's light dependent, when they're using a GPS, it gives them incorrect information all the time. And I'm always, uh, I always kind of chuckle because I'll be standing at a table at a booth or somewhere and someone will come up and say, you know, Peter, I love my Trek or I, I loved the Trekker breeze, but you know what? It would bring me into the middle of the street sometimes. And I would say, well, why in the world are you walking into the middle of the street? Right? Don't do that. Right? We've, we've got to keep in mind. It is no replacement for a cane. It is no replacement for a dog guide. Um, it truly is a travel. It's an accessory. It's meant to reinforce your good environmental literacy that you have already developed. And it will aid in that tremendously. And I'll, I can even talk about when to introduce it. Because a lot of times as blind people, when we learn how to travel... If we use a device like this too soon, it gives us too much unnecessary information. We don't want it to always be telling us where we're going. But a lot of times as, as children or as, you know, for anyone who's newer to blindness, it could be very useful to listen to when you ride around in the car, right? Just knowing the streets you're crossing, starting to develop that environmental literacy and knowing what level of verbosity or how much verboseness do you want in a product when you're, when you're, you need, we need to listen to the world around us as we travel. I have seen many blind people caught up in conversations or uh, caught up in kind of interacting with different devices and kind of lost their surroundings. And we certainly don't want that to happen when you're using a Victor Reader Trek. But in, in launching it, we received a lot of positive feedback. And we also received feedback that, hey, the maps 
are fine. The process is there. It's cool. It's good. But the maps are just not cutting it. They're not cutting it for today's blind traveler. There are many instances where our maps are picking up pedestrian lanes. They're picking up uh, vehicle sort of odd turnabouts and things in weird ways. And the points of interest were also something that came into question. So we worked to come up with a solution. Uh, we were using TomTom Tom Maps. So the maps were coming from TomTom, Tom, which was a popular map service. We have made a decision that we are going to move on to a far better map provider for us and for what we do. And that is to switch to a company called Here Maps, H-E-R-E, Here Maps. Here Maps are what is used in autonomous vehicle research. Um, so companies like Chevy, Audi, uh, Ford, you know, many, many companies who are heavily involved in developing autonomous or self-driving vehicles are using these maps. And the reason why that's so important is obviously we, we, we want to have that level of reliability. And I can tell you that walking around with these for the last couple of months, the accuracy in what we're getting is far, far better than where we were uh, previously. So we're really excited to be not only changing our map provider, but also changing the way we manage the maps. So for those of you who had a, you know, have, have a Victor Reader track, you know that the maps are managed online through the online bookshelf of the Victor Reader track. And in that bookshelf, you are able to go in and select or deselect maps that you want. And the process of downloading or updating can take hours and hours, and hours, right? So it's going to take some time to get that done. With the new peer maps, we've also redesigned, and we're, we're still working out how it will exactly work, but redesigning how, in other ways, we can get maps onto the device. And we are going to come up with a way and have a way of doing that using your computer. Um, it, it will be a much, much, much faster way. So instead of taking... 10 to 12 hours to download a bunch of maps. Uh, in theory, I mean, I'm not sure some of you may have very slow internet, but if you have relatively fast internet, you're going to be able to download those maps much faster. So here I have a couple hundred megs down. My maps will take only a couple of minutes to download and they're very, they're big maps, but being able to download them and manage them quickly will be far better of an experience. We, we, we tried to resolve the issue of being able to manage the maps yourself directly from the device. And we found that it was just too slow. It just, the, the, the power and kind of the servers and what we needed was not cutting it. So we're going to redefine the way that one gets those maps. So again, new maps, also a new way to get those maps and to manage those maps. The maps, you will still certainly be able to have an entire continent. So you could, by all means, have the entire US, um, all of Canada, you know, on your device at once. I know back in the day, for those of you who were those, you know, using our devices back when we had the Victor Reader, I'm sorry, the, the Trekker Breeze and such, you had map management, you could do four at a time. So if you drove from California to New York, you couldn't have all the maps and there were limitations and that, that will not exist. We're not going backwards, but we are going to redefine how you manage the maps. Another big piece and a huge, huge piece of this is we are introducing the ability to virtually explore your surroundings. And by virtual, I mean offline or map browsing without actually having to walk around. So currently on the product, you can, if you, if you choose a destination, you can preview your route. So I know for anybody who was 
last year at the, um, I believe I demonstrated this last year in Rochester at the ACB convention in terms of being able to virtually explore indoor preview a route that I had to, I think, somewhere down the street from my house. Um, and I was able to look at all of the turns and turn-by-turn instructions before I went there, which is all fine and dandy and great. But what if you're going to a new city or you're going or you're just on the highway with someone and you want to virtually or, or you know, see what's up ahead or, or go four or five blocks away from your hotel without actually leaving, right? You want to walk through that map using map browsing mode. And I'm going to demonstrate how we can do that. So we're introducing that into the Victor Reader track, which is a huge step forward. For those of you who used Sendero products back on note takers, so when we had them on the Braille Note Apex, for instance, I used to use it on the Braille Note PK, in addition to my Apex and other things, we were able to use this virtual map browsing mode in a very similar way. We were able to walk around and see what was available, right? In terms of intersections, we could turn left, turn right, look at points of interest and so on. And we're bringing back a major piece of that to the Victor Reader track with map browsing mode. This update should be out at some time around August-ish. Um, but you know, as for exactly when that will be, it's to be determined. We're still in the beta cycle right now um, and it's still being tested. But I, what I'd like to do is I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to talk a little bit about some basic operation of the track and then really get into how this map browsing mode will work. And then I certainly want to take some questions. Um, and I also thought I would demonstrate when a podcast downloads Sometimes I'm always asked, how do I know where the new episodes may be? And I'll, I'll, I would like to look at that as well and talk about podcasts. Uh, side note is that if you are or have questions or, or have been following the Humanware Live series, which myself and Andrew have been hosting over the last four months almost, um, we've covered a lot of these Victor Reader topics in those sessions as well. So if you go to www humanware.com and you click on the support link there is a section there that says humanware live and you will be able to find uh, all of the archived episodes there if you need to run through i know i did one all on podcasts managing books um i did one on roots uh, within the track creating roots and even previewed map browsing mode and all of that so that is something that we are doing as a reminder we will have a session tomorrow so tomorrow being thursday August, I'm sorry, Thursday, July 9th. I'm way out of myself. I'm almost on vacation in my mind. But on Thursday, July 9th, we will have uh, a live ACB series. So you can register for that uh, if you go to our website and click on support. The very first link under support under that heading is going to be the live convention page and you can register for our ACB roundtable. Again, it will be very much question and answer driven with myself Rachel Feinberg, who is a product specialist, as well as uh, Natalie Realm, who is our low vision product manager, and Andrew, with his uh, Braille product management expertise, will be there as well. And a winner will be selected, and that winner will be able to choose either a Victor Reader Stream second generation or a an Explore 5 handheld magnifier. So that will be again tomorrow at noon Eastern time. So if you'd like to register, please do. I am going to share my screen here. And what I'm going to do is share my screen and then walk us through some map browsing. All right. I am currently in uh, orientation mode on my 
Victor Reader Track. The Victor Reader Track, the orientation mode you can get to by pushing the button above the number two. So you will have online bookshelves, offline bookshelves, and Victor Reader orientation mode. So it will say orientation. Volume. I'm going to turn my volume up so everyone can volume. hear it. 19. And if Tyson or somebody, if you tell me if that's too loud, uh, I can certainly turn it down. I think we should be good, but sometimes it's hard to know Dead how loud it comes out on the other side. Uh, it's pretty good. If you don't talk over it, it's pretty good. Awesome. I okay. will try my best. I, I talk over everyone and yeah, everything. Yeah, so do I. So I, I have a hard time I know. with that. More people leave the room that way. <laughs> it comes <laughs> It comes back to bite me. It does. So right now, when I'm using the product, one of the big pieces is, again, we're, we're always looking for that information that's relevant to a blind traveler. And I'm just using this. I'm in my house, but uh, I am very close to my front window. And so it's dead end on the outside. Good. We got a dead end on South May Street. If I push the number five key, I will hear my direction of travel as well as, you know, what my next intersection will be. So I'm going to do that. Heading south near 847 South May Street. Next intersection in 230 feet. Dead end on Esme Street. Perfect. So at this point, and we're on my street. I don't mind anyone knowing where I live. Uh, definitely don't live at 847. So if you go knock on that door, good luck, because I will not be there. But we are. It, it's going to give me my address, and it's generally within. You know, it's going to be within about 30 to 50 feet of where I am. So I guess you could use deductive reasoning to really narrow down where I may be. But as as we press that button, we hear the the address we're at. We also hear our direction of travel and we hear our next intersection, which in this case, I do not live on a through street. I live on a fire lane. So you can't actually go through. You could you could act technically Dead walk around it, street. but it won't let you go through. Now, if I'm going to put myself into map browsing mode and we're actually going to hear what's going on when I'm in map browsing mode, because then I will, I will turn and face myself north and you will get a sense of how I can walk around. To get into map browsing mode, once the update comes out, you can press two from your current location or we can go to a landmark and instead of pressing confirm to be guided to that landmark, we can press the number two to enter map browsing mode at that landmark's location. So if we have an address previously saved, we can certainly do that. I'm going to press the number two Press confirm to enter map browsing mode from current location. And we get a notification that says press confirm to enter map browsing mode from current location. I'm going to do that. Entering map browsing mode. And remember... You are currently on Esme Street, heading north. All right. Remember that confirm on your Victor Reader stream, your Victor Reader track is the key to the right of zero, also known as the pound key on a telephone keypad. So I press confirm. Again, I hit the number two. It's going to say enter map browsing mode from current location. Press confirm to do it. And boom, I press confirm. And now I am in map browsing mode. And what this means is I am going to use my two key to move forward, my six key to turn right, my four key to turn left, and so on. My eight key technically would turn me around as well. So if I want to, and we heard it said I'm heading north, if I want to walk north to the first intersection here, if I press my two key, I will move myself north to the next intersection. Four-way intersection, S. May Street crossing W. Polk Street. All right, Polk and May, Little Italy. We are in uh, the kind of the neighborhood just west of downtown by the University of Illinois at Chicago. If we hear that I'm, I'm at Polk Street, it's a four-way intersection. If I want to turn right on Polk Street virtually, I'm going to press my six key, and it's going to say, on your right, Polk Street. On your right, W Polk Street. All right, we're on West Polk Street. Now, again, I'm going to walk forward on West Polk Street. 
Four-way intersection. Keep going. Four-way intersection. Four-way intersection. W Polk Street crossing S Miller Street. All right. So we heard again. Every time I press two, I'm moving four-way intersection. Four-way intersection. Four-way intersection. And we're hearing that I'm going to get the street that I'm crossing. If I want to, when I reach one of these streets, I can always turn right or left. Wow, I just started echoing a lot. Uh, and then I triggered my echo. That was cool. But uh, hopefully everyone can still hear me. But if I want to, I can turn right by pressing my six key. On your right, S. Miller Street. I'm now on South Miller Street. I'm going to go forward. Three-way intersection. S. Miller Street crossing W. Taylor Street. And so on. So again, we hear that now I'm at Miller Street crossing West Taylor Street. What's huge here is I'm getting the lay of the land without having to leave my house. I can also get the points of interest that may be around here. So again, in addition to virtually browsing and getting intersection types and all of that good stuff, I can certainly come in and I will be able to grab my points of interest by pressing and holding my five key. So if I just tap the five key, that is the where am I? Meaning just like it is in a book. For those of you who use a Victor Reader stream, you know that when you're reading a book, the number five key is where am I? What page or what chapter or, or what section of the book I'm in? When we walk around, five is where am I as well. If we press and hold, it will give me my points of interest. What's around 10 items? One. Curry on Fire, Restaurant, 1030 West Taylor Street, 46 feet. And we will get these points of interest. So, so Curry on Fire is here. That place is awesome. And it is definitely Indian. And it's very, very good. And it's on fire. Some of it, not all of it. But if you get a good Vindaloo or some of those awesome, uh, awesome dishes that will just make you, you will not be able to stand up because they're really, really hot, especially when you order Matt them the way I do. Mode. But if I press my six key, I would continuously move through my list of points of interest. So again, I'm going to pull those up. What's around 10 items? We're going to go forward. Two, original five barbecue. Three, Tuscany, restaurant. Four, Little Joe's Circle Lounge. Five, Tie Bowl. Six, Niagara Packing. Seven, Taylor Food Mart. Eight, Volcano Sushi Cafe. Nine, Demitas. 10. Alabama's Beef. Restaurant. I like that one the best. So, 1079 West Taylor Street. That 505 feet. Of course, did say Alabama's Beef because it's called Al's Beef. So it's certainly a TTS uh, hilarity that I just sometimes can never get enough of. I know many of us have heard of Lady Georgia, Georgia, or have, you know, read books um, where they mention the Louisiana Times when it's really the LA Times and so on. But that's one of those perfect examples of TTS uh, thinking mode. something is, is, is definitely not, not what it should be. But we hear that I can pull those points of interest. And again, I can do that and, and know what's around me. So in addition to that virtually walking around, I can, I can certainly look at points of interest. I can also go to a landmark and set myself virtual there. So we, we looked at how I could enter map browsing mode from my current location by pressing two. But if I actually come into my landmarks list, right, or and I do that by hitting my go-to key. So for those of you who use a Victor Reader stream, you know the go-to key would be above the number one. And that's your square-shaped key that was go-to page or go-to um, go to time or something. If I push it when I'm in orientation mode... I am going to get 
the uh, ability. Actually, I'm going to leave map browsing mode first. So I'm going to press cancel. Map browsing. Press confirm to exit. I'm going to exit map browsing mode. So I'm going to press confirm. And again, I did that by pressing star to cancel map browsing mode. Explore. And now I'm back in, when it says explore, I'm back in real time. Now, if I press my go to key. Select a landmark as your destination. 28 landmarks. 1200 West Roosevelt Road. So we hear now that Chicago, these Illinois. are landmarks that I have saved. So these would be landmarks such as addresses, or I have some voiced landmarks in here of you know things in my neighborhood or lots of things I do with kiddos when we do scavenger hunts. I think some sound pretty crazy um, just from little events we've done in different cities and all over the country. But if I select one of these, so let's just say 1200 West Roosevelt Explore. Road, when I go to it and it timed out, so we'll go back there, I'm going to have three options because again, I'm selecting that landmark as a destination. My three options will be, I can press confirm if I want walking directions to that address. I can press and hold if I would like vehicle instructions and I can press the number two to enter that address and to go into map browsing mode. So I'm going to do that briefly. I'm going to come back into my go-to key. Select a landmark as your destination. We're going to select 28 this landmarks. first one here. 1200 West Roosevelt Road. So I'm going to press confirm. Chicago. And when Illinois. I press when I press confirm, you will hear Press confirm to start instructions. Press and hold if in vehicle. Press up to enter map browsing mode. It said press up to enter Warning. map browsing Turn instructions mode. Instructions to a landmark may guide you entering map browsing mode. And I so up. You are currently on W Roosevelt Road. Heading east. So again, up being two. So when it, it says press up, because technically when we're working with this device, the Victor Reader track, we have some tactile um, embossing, if you will, or, or raised uh, arrow keys on up, down, left, and right. So that being two, eight, four, and six, respectively. Um, I, when it says press up to enter app browsing mode, that is this map browsing mode. It's the same as enter, pressing the number two. So now again, now I'm on West Roosevelt Road um, and I can start walking around from this location. And again, we'll be able to cruise as far as I want to because it, it's going to keep me in that virtual map browsing mode. I am definitely wanting to answer questions about this. Again, I, I want to take some questions. I will jump into the podcast in a little bit. Um, in terms of exploring that bookshelf and helping some some uh, people with that, because sometimes there's confusion, but I definitely want to take questions. And we have Frank. Frank Sr. from New York. And um, I was wondering, if you don't have a computer, how do you get the maps in? And also, um, how do you enter an address that you want to uh, navigate sure. to? Beautiful. Thank you, man. Beautiful, beautiful, man. Beautiful. Oh, thanks a ton, Frank. I appreciate it. Good question. So firstly, if you don't have a computer, um, there are a couple of ways that you could go about obtaining the maps. And this is still something. So you could use Wi-Fi if you had Wi-Fi at home. Um, there will be, you know, the ability to manage the maps on Wi-Fi. However, what you could do is depending on how you, you were getting your maps, I mean, we would send them to you on an SD card. You could get them from an SD card and actually copy them into your device. So that would be another option. The computer just makes it a lot easier to manage. Um, but if, if you don't have the ability to, to, you know, 
to access a computer, you certainly there there are currently ways to access using the wireless method of downloading and selecting and deselecting. And then also it could be done through an SD card. So that could be something we, we, we're still finalizing how that will work uh, for somebody who might need it. But I would assume or presume that those maps would be all loaded onto one SD card and would be co- you know copied onto your unit. It's a great, great question. And then the, was there a second one there too? There, uh, he, he's, yeah, I, I've already uh, muted him. Rock and roll. All right, okay. so we got uh, phone number 3566. Oh, wait, I, I'm sorry. I know what the other one was. Hold, hold up. 336, oh, okay. you'll be up. Don't worry. We're not leaving you in the dust. Frank wanted to know how to enter an address. Um, Frank, so what will happen is when you press that go to key, you are able to find an option that will say enter an address as your destination and you would use the numeric keypad so it's like going back to 2006 or 5 or 7 on a telephone and you would use the numeric keypad to enter in letters of the city the state and the street name that you were looking to 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 move you know to um to select as that address. So for instance, the number two would be A, B, and C. So if I push it once, it's A, twice it's B, three times it's C, and so on. And it sounds harder than it is. Once you start doing it a little bit, you get the hang of it. And I'm sure that as we move forward, we will certainly, and we're always looking at ways to make that more efficient. But you can definitely enter characters by using that numeric keypad. So sorry, I wanted to address that, but go ahead. Whoever was next. I've got a question. Now, I don't have a computer, and I don't have, I have Wi-Fi, but um, you used to send it directly to the victor, and is there a reason why you don't want to send it directly to the victor? I know it takes longer, but from some, some of us don't have the new technology to where we use a computer. Sure. sure. Uh, yeah, we will certainly have a way where you can do it wirelessly still, um, as as you could the old way. We're just trying to make it more efficient for somebody who wants to, to manage them faster. Yeah, I know. And I appreciate that you're still, cause that's, I know it takes a long time, but I just go to bed at night and let it have let its, it fun. Do its thing. <laughs> nice. I know how that goes. Definitely. Sure. No, it's a, it's a great, it's a great point. And we will certainly be looking at absolutely keeping that for. If we have any, I have a question seven. while you're there. Sure. We have any more questions later about what you're telling us. Can we still participate? Of course. Okay, I didn't know if it was the one. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. we're not that. We're, I mean, we'll keep moving through them. So if you come back around, you can come back around. Oh, I did want to mention, sir. Yes. Uh, um, we were, you were talking about the old maps. They really messed up in St. Louis. They had the wrong townships. They named the townships after a street. Yeah, and we're certainly going to be fixing that for sure. So I, I'm positive you will see massive improvements with the new maps. So oh, yeah, you. we couldn't even enter the correct address. It was All awful. Right. No more of that. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank, Thank you so Thank, very much. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Okay, Victor, you are up next. Victor, it's your namesake. Hey, what's up, hey, Peter? How's, how's it going, going buddy? Awesome. Good, good. I have a trek. Um, can I download those maps right now? I don't have to wait for the new, the new update. So you'll, you will have to wait for the new update. Um, they're not available yet. We're making sure that they, 
that they're working as they should. I, I've been using them here in Chicago. Um, we have beta testers in different regions and different areas. They're not available yet. We're still working out what the packages look like in terms of what maps are in what regions and such, um, because they will be grouped. It's not going to be one by one by one by one. It's, it's going to make it a lot do easier. We have, do we have to purchase them? Peter? I, I believe that when they come out, there will be a small fee for some customers. I don't have the info on that. It could be that those who've purchased in a certain point of time, um, their tracks in the last certain amount of time won't have to due to due to the licensing. Otherwise, it will be not it will not be a high price. I do not know at all what that price may be, but I, I believe that we are certainly aiming to keep it as low as humanly possible because we understand would, would, that these maps need to be updated. So would, would Roger know? Roger would not know, but he, he'll ask me if you ask him. <laughs> okay, well, that's my go-to guy. <laughs> sure. Roger will know. Roger will absolutely know soon, but I, I just don't know uh, as of when, Victor. But it's a great question, and we, we will certainly make sure everybody are you, knows. Are you also going to mention about the Victory to Stream 3 tonight or not? Or that's- no, none of that. That's nowhere to be found. Not yet. They're, the Victor Reader Stream second generation is still supported. It's still with us. We certainly are always looking at what we need to be thinking about moving forward. The reality is that product came out in 2013. We know that. Um, we're still supporting it, though. It still has room to grow. And certainly, like anything, we, we, we just keep our eyes and ears and everything open for how technology will change and what we need to be doing to change with it. So that, that's kind of where, where, where we are on that one right now, Victor. But thank you. Okay. okay Thanks, Victor. Good. Kathleen, welcome. The person before me actually took my question, but I do have another question. I got my truck in the last like month and a half, and I can't find anything online about what Bluetooth we have like is it bluetooth 5.0 or for the track sure so it's it's running it's running bluetooth 4 i mean it bluetooth 5 is really something i talked about a little bit on monday in terms of it being in the new brilliant braille display uh it is not something that is really widely out there right now in bluetooth 5.0 the bluetooth with the victor reader track is designed to work with external speakers. So it's going, it's not going to work with a keyboard or with a braille display. Not at this time. It's working with really with your, with your, your, your headphones. Um, I have definitely heard that, and it really will do with how many just different protocols there are out there that some have had difficulty getting it to work with certain hearing aids. So I know that that can be at times an issue and sometimes it'll be somebody can and somebody can't so but really that bluetooth is meant for external bluetooth speakers and headphones we have roger on the line but before you ask your question roger peter how many more would you like to take oh we'll take two or three we'll take a few more gotcha brother i'm all i'm down roger roger go ahead oh bob last year at rochester uh the trek uh it can't do the new gps system in europe and because it needs hard, a hardware change, according to Bob, not Eric. Uh, is there immediate plans to release a new Trek? Uh, because I know Europe is uh, one of your big marketplaces. So, yeah, so it's a great question. So, again, that would come, I'm assuming you're referring to Galileo. When, when we launched the product, uh, Humanware put both of its feet and both of its hands, we put them all in our mouth. When we announced that, we would be able to support the Galileo satellite system. Uh, I was certainly here at that time, and I was certainly saying it. 
along with others. The, the, the piece of that is nobody understood what Galileo meant. So the Galileo satellite is very different from accessing the information that comes from, from within that Galileo network. You are correct. So we do, we would need a dual band sort of receiver to get down to that Galileo, that accuracy that they promised of whatever, one foot or two centimeters or one, uh, you know, one, one inch or something. In terms of hardware at this point in time, we are sticking with what we have. We want to improve the functionality of the device. Your, your accuracy is there. Even with any smartphone today out there, except for one or two that I know of um, that aren't available in North America that can connect to that specific Galileo sort of network. So even in Europe, a standard satellite GPS receiver will receive, you know, the, 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 the proper amount of satellites. In terms of accessing that second band on the Galileo side, it is not something as of this moment that we have in the works because, again, it would require us to take... And, and rebuild or exchange every single active truck out there to get everybody to the new stuff. And we really want to improve the reliability of the device, the maps, um, the ability to work indoors with beacons, all sorts of things that we would want to do with the current device and not make or have everyone need to purchase a new device. So thank you for the question. So it's a good one. And we certainly, you know, we'll, we'll take it on the chin for saying about the Galileo. And a lot of people didn't know what Galileo was, us included. So we were saying it, it sounded cool. And it was exactly what we thought it would be until it came out and we realized that there is a there's a there's a second band uh, to it that we just did not have the hardware for. So All thank right. you. Thanks, Roger. We have Nelly. Prior to uh, receiving the uh, new maps, is it going to be necessary to delete the old ones from our uh, VR trick? So it's a great question. No, the, the, the new maps should just simply replace what's already there. You won't have to go through and unselect or deselect maps. To my knowledge, they will just simply copy to your SD card. So you won't have to go in and, and actually, you know, they'll, they'll come and go into your internal memory. You won't have to actually delete them. So they won't be like taking up a bunch more room than the ones already have. No, it will be roughly that same amount of room. So I think the current maps I have the United States on and it takes about seven or eight gigs. Okay, thank you Thanks, very Nelly. much. We'll do one more, Tyson. Jeannie Johnson. So I know this is going to sound weird. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. I don't think that makes a difference. But when I try to use my part of my Victor, I always get a message that says no satellite available or something like that. It sounds to me that is uh, you have an impressive amount of delay, Jeannie. I must say, very impressive amount of delay there. Um, the the I think the issue is. Could you restate either, your question? Because I barely heard it. Sure. So Jenny, uh, Jeannie was asking. She's in Nashville, and when she's trying to acquire satellite positioning, she gets the message that uh, she she there's no satellite coverage. And what I think the issue is, Jeannie, is that your I would definitely check to see if your unit was updated. It sounds to me like it can't get a fix. Sometimes when you're in the orientation menu, if you're waiting more than 15, 30, 45 seconds, um, you definitely want to re turn your device off. It might be necessary to pop your battery out for a couple of seconds and, and try to turn it back on. If you're not getting anything, and, and I, I would 
I would check to see if you're updated. It sounds to me, sometimes if you're not updated, you won't get any coverage. Um, it could be that your map license is not up to date. So you want definitely want to update your unit. But secondly, you can always, when you're in the menu, so I'm going to come into orientation mode here. Map browsing. Select right. a landmark I'm gonna as your show destination. You Explore. What you can do. So I'm currently in Explore mode. What you can do is if you press the number seven to come into your menu when you're in orientation mode. Settings, 12 items, GPS. If you, you will press your number four key now. So once you come into the menu, again, you're pressing seven, then press four. Update GPS satellite positions. You can try to either do this and or if you press your number four key again. Reset GPS positions. This will give you a more immediate fix because it won't take so long. But if you press confirm on reset GPS position, you can certainly update. What I would strongly suggest though is trying both of those because it sounds to me you, you certainly should be getting a position within a matter of seconds. Uh, I know with the new maps and with, with what I've been working with, it comes in pretty quickly. So, all right. Okay, we got one more, and then one we'll more. Call Let's do it. it. Haley, you're oh. on the line. Haley, hi. How's it going? I'm so giddy. I haven't been this excited about something since I got my guide dog in 2004. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> so, dude. I do not have anything, Victor. Everyone else who's called in does, but I will be buying one in the next couple of days. Um, and I'm so excited. I just really, I, my stomach's got butterflies and I'm just super excited about trying it. It sounds awesome. So how, what's the best way to um, go about purchasing that? And is there a convention code or anything that you guys are offering right now? Yes. So it's, it's a great question. So you can certainly give us a call. Um, our number here in the United States is 1-800-722-3393. As we say in Chicago, tree, tree, nine, tree. And um, <laughs> if you, you can certainly order that way. Currently, the Trek is 10% off during convention. So it is $6.99. Normally, it would be $69 off um, during convention. The, you know, the, the, the special will run through, uh, you know, those those kind of things will run through through both major conventions. So that that special will be good. But definitely, when you call in, just mention that um, okay. you know, that that you want the ten percent off for the convention, and the Victor Reader Trek is ten percent off. Um, definitely, where where are you located though? Because it would be a great, you know, if you can certainly go through your your local dealer, and that might be a better way to get support as well. Where where are you, Haley? Um, I'm in Washington State. Rock and roll. So you you could go. I mean, depending on how you want to do it. I mean, there are there are plenty of folks who who sell the Victor Reader Trek. Um, you know, they're whether it's through one of our dealers. Um, you know, or if you want to call us directly, it's up to you. I know that there are plenty, plenty, plenty of ways to get your hands on one. But certainly, they are ten percent off during during convention okay. and i oh i'm gonna be so unstoppable i can't wait i'm so well, it, excited it will open up some doors we're we are really excited for this map browsing mode so i'm i'm i am thrilled as a blind person just to be able to have access to it again because i've been using it a lot it's how i learned about my neighborhood about the city of chicago when i was young you know browsing maps and i've always I been love the capability person. of looking at things ahead of time before i venture out and that's yes. really cool so awesome awesome, awesome. i'm awesome. loving this thank you i'll be with you tomorrow Rock and roll. Thanks so Thank much. you. Thank you, Haley. And don't go away because at the end of the broadcast, Peter's going to tell you two ways you could win a free one. 
I am going to tell you about how to come in and uh, get a Victor Reader stream second gen or an Explore 5. Free treks might be something we have to do down the line, though, because I must yeah. say, you know, we, we've had some killer feedback. Emmanuel Kayaz over there on the line, dude, we, she's in marketing and we can convince her to give everyone uh, a chance to win a free trek at some point. We'll, we'll have to do that. We'll get her on the line uh, and we'll make her, we'll make her promise you are, something. You guys are an awesome, awesome sponsor of ACB and let's get back to the program because <laughs> like them, I'm waiting to hear about this stuff. I am going to come in and talk about some podcast pieces because a lot of times, uh, you know, we, we, we have people who use the product but don't always utilize it to its fullest. Um, and a podcast can be a really, really, really good way to keep up with information. The other piece is internet radio. That is very, very useful. So I'm going to show you also how to stream ACB radio um, because you can certainly follow the convention that way. And you can, so many of you are listening to us live right now on ACB radio. So I will kind of walk us through a couple of those before I take some more questions because I know that sometimes it can be a bit of a challenge and I definitely want to, to have everyone um, be aware of, of some of the Wi-Fi sides of things. Again, the button above the number two is the, it is a circular shape button and it will move you from your offline, your online and your orientation modes when you're on the Victor Reader Trek. If you're on a Victor Reader stream second generation, that button above the number two that is circular moves you between your offline and your online bookshelves. So offline being everything that is stored on your SD card, online being everything that is internal and that is accessed through Wi-Fi. Going to press that button above the number two. Offline bookshelves. These are my offline. Book. Online bookshelves. Pressing it again. NFB Newsline, 17. Books, one. Right. Chicago Sun-Times, now, July 8th, 2020. Right now, when I pushed that, you heard it say offline, and then it said online, because I pushed it again. And the first online bookshelf I am placed on currently is NFB Newsline. So this would be a way to read your newspapers. Um, certainly great for keeping up with magazines and newspapers. And I definitely read way too many newspapers every day, thanks to uh, Newsline. But I'm going to press the number one key until I get to podcasts. Bookshare, Internet Radio, References, NLS Bard, Podcasts, 39, Podcast Feeds, 15. Chicago Unbelievable, the Podcast 2.0, Adam right. Selzer. So I pushed one to move through those bookshelves. And every time I pushed one, you heard it move through a different bookshelf that I had enabled. So because I had my Bookshare service logged in, because I have my NFB Newsline, because I have my NLS Bard service enabled, those bookshelves appear. If you do not have those enabled, you will hear only internet radio, podcasts, and uh, the, you know, the, the, the online services for when it comes to Wiktionary and Wikipedia, which I've covered in various webinars. But when we get to podcasts, this is where sometimes it can be uh, something that many people don't know is when a new episode downloads, it can be very hard to know what episode that was or what podcast feed do I have that contains new episodes. When I'm on this bookshelf, if I press the eight key, new, I will move down to where it says new. If I press eight again, all. It says all. So I'm going to press eight one more time. New. And now when I move through my podcast feeds, it will only move me to those that have new episodes. And you heard here that I have 39 podcast feeds. Each of them is set to, to hold three of the newest episodes from whatever it is. And I have a very wide range of 
podcasts. I mean, everything from crazy music and news and blindness specific, lots and lots of blindness specific technology. I'm a diehard Chicago White Sox fan. I have my season tickets. I got to follow everything White Sox and Chicago sports. But when I have this set to new, if I press my four key or my six key, I will move through the feeds that have new episodes. So right now I'm on the 15th feed, which is Chicago Unbelievable, which was a podcast that some dude did about weird, spooky stories in Chicago. And he has a very, very strange voice, but uh, and he's actually a friend of mine. So I, and I wish he were listening because I would love to hear his reaction of me saying this stuff about him. But if I press the four key, I will move back to the, the previous feed that contains new episodes. 14. Chicago tonight. So here's 14, 13, 13, 12, 12, 11, 11. Let's 10, skip one nine, eight, seven, six. Apparently, I have lots five, and lots. Four, three of new episodes. Two, one. Add podcast feed. All. So again, I was moving through them, and they all have new episodes because I I have not I have not been using my my track in the last few days, and I have tons and tons of episodes here. But when I'm set to new, it could have gone from one to six to seven to eight. So if I were to delete episodes or listen to all of the episodes in one of those feeds, I could then press my six key when on new, and it would just move me to the next feed that contains a new podcast episode. And again, it can be kind of, it's a very advanced side of things, but I'm always asked, well, I hear that a podcast downloads, but I don't always know which episode you know, where, where the new episodes are. And that's one way to quickly look at all of your feeds that contain new episodes. Whereas if you're set to all, you would just move through all feeds and you heard mine go in numerical order from 15 down to one. But if, if my feed number seven, six, and five did not have new episodes, I was moving backwards. So every time I pressed that four key, I was moving down my list and I would have gone from 10 to nine to eight to four or so on. So you can certainly do that. The other thing you can do, I'm going to show you uh, how to quickly find ACB radio, because I always say everyone's favorite website is www.humanware.com, but everyone's favorite radio station is one of the four ACB radio streams. Look how I threw that in there. Look at that plug. Um, But I'm going to come over here and we're going to look at how we can actually jump in on our Victor Reader Stream Second Generation or Victor Reader Trek and listen to ACB radio. So I'm going to press the number one again, and that moves me through my various bookshelves. Going to press one until I get to internet radio. NFB New Bookshare. Internet Radio. Two. Playlists. Two. Humanware Playlist. English North America. We hear that there are two playlists here. One is favorites. What if if I have set up any favorites? And again, this these are pieces I've covered in many previous episodes and, and I I'm happy to walk down that road at some point in time. Um, but for right now, we're, we're looking at how would I find ACB radio quickly? And you hear that it's had two playlists. So if I press my four or six key, I will move between those playlists. The first one will be favorites if I have a favorites list created. But if I press my four or six key, I would move to the second one, one which we heard. Two. Humanware playlist. English North America. Which is set to English North America. So the humanware suggested playlist by default, if you buy a unit and you live in North America, is set to North America. So if I press confirm to a CB radio mainstream, I will hear that these stations are in they're in alphabetical order, but the first one, one NPR Washington DC is going to be NPR Washington DC. Now there was a time these were in alphabetical order. I don't know where that kind of went because I just said they were and then they weren't. But as I move right with my with my six key, I will move through the suggestions suggested stations that we provide. So there are about 
I don't know, 30 something of them here. But I can hear if I press the six key. Two. A CB radio mainstream. Here's mainstream. If I press six again. Three. A CB radio cafe. Here's cafe. Press Four. six again. A CB radio community. Community in one Five. time. A CB radio treasure troll. So again, if we want to listen to everyone's favorite old episode of like Boston Blackie or uh, Have Gun Will Travel, or maybe you were a big, uh, I don't know, Stan Freeberg fan or something, I can press play and this radio station will start playing. So here's Treasure Trove. If I hit play. Not connected to wireless it would help if I'm connected to Fine. Wi-Fi. A CB and I'm not. radio treasure troll. So I could certainly do that and it would start playing. I'm not currently connected to my Wi-Fi network because I'm running some alpha software and needed it off. I could certainly turn it on if, you're, if everyone really wanted to hear uh, treasure trove. But again, we, we will give you the ability to stream internet radio stations. And if you wanted to add a station to your favorites, when we're reading a book, we know the diamond-shaped key above the number three is our bookmark key. Same thing is true when we're working with internet radio stations. If I push the bookmark key, so the diamond shape key above the number three. Add to favorites. I can add this station to favorites. And if I press confirm, it will add ACB treasure trove to my favorites. Added to favorites. Five. A CB radio treasure trove. So now I've added that into my favorites playlist. So I don't have to come in here to our suggested sort of stations. And again, a lot of that can make it very easy to organize things. There are ways to create, you know, playlists and all, all kinds of, of various pieces, but this is a quick way. And just showing you, you can certainly use your Victor reader stream, second generation or Victor reader track to stream internet radio in a very simple push button sort of way. And this is used all over the place. Um, definitely one of those features that people just, people use all the time. And I know I certainly do to stream internet from all around the world in terms of content. I am going to take questions. It is uh, question time. I know we have a few minutes, so just wanted to open it up to the questions. And I very much appreciate the opportunity and look forward to answering any questions anyone has. Okay, so, Fran, you are first up. Fran, you this are on the blower. Hi, Peter. Hello. I have a question about the. I have on my convention. I have ten. So it downloads ten. Okay, I got you. It's at the download download ten of the most recent episodes. Right. So, right. do I have to do that for every podcast feed that I have? No, so 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 the question, Fran, that that Fran's asking is: so in the menus, you can set how many episodes you would like, the most recent episodes you would like your unit to keep before it deletes episodes. Um, you can set that, you know, from one episode, or you keep the two most recent or three most recent. You once you set that, Fran, it will be it will apply to all of your podcast feeds. The other thing you can do is if you have an episode, let's just say that. I get an episode that I just do not ever want to lose. It is so important to me. I cherish it. It is awesome. I don't want to lose it. When you are on that episode, so if you open a podcast feed and you're focused on an episode that you don't ever want to get rid of, you can use the three key to either move that episode to your SD card or to keep it from being being automatically deleted. So you can have more than 10 if you would like, but you know, let's say you set that to keep the most th recent three or two, or it's going to apply to all of your podcast feeds. So I can keep, so all nine podcast feeds can have 10. Absolutely. Okay. And Absolutely. And I don't have to do that for each individual podcast feed. Nope. You are good to go. Sounds you are like good fun. to go. Just do it once. Thank Thanks, you. Fran. All Thank right. You. You're welcome. Thank you. This is Val Mills here. My question is, I don't have 
uh, ACB community on my humanware stations uh, in the po- uh, on the uh, the uh, podcast. So sure. how do I get that on on the inter- on the internet radio or on the you're talking about on the internet radio, correct? On the internet radio, I'm so sorry. What you internet would, what, radio. What I would do is so when you're on the internet radio bookshelf, um, you're definitely you can you can search for it. So if you press your go to key, so again, you're going to, you're going to be on your internet radio bookshelf and you're going to press the go to key and you're going to, you're going to have to search for the actual station. So it'll say search on Utunes and you'll press confirm. And when you press confirm, you'll be able to search for it by title and just type in ACB and you will find it in that list. For some reason, it seems like, sounds like it got removed from your, from your favorites list. Well, yeah, the ACB community has never been there. ACB community that's never that's never been a part. Oh, of is, the- is is that a separate stream? I guess uh, it's a, it's a newer stream that just started, and uh, uh, I noticed that it. it was I noticed that it was in there. It has it uh, unless you have like a very recently updated uh, playlist, even or playlist. Yeah, maybe it, you might you might have to search for it. Is and, and if it's, it's not searchable. there. Yeah, it's it will we can get it on the actual humanware playlist, but I would search for it on Utunes when they call it Utunes okay. if you can't find it. We can certainly um always we we can find a way to get it in there if it's not. Uh, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, looks like we have uh Bell Mills unmuted or saying he is. Are you are do you hear us? I think that was that was that, Bell. I'm that Bell. Was. Oh, yeah, that was. Bell, Bell's, <laughs> okay. Bell's here. Bell's. Ah, there we go. Awesome. All right, so Irene. Irene so you, who do we have on the line? This is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Um, hi, and, and hi, Peter with Humanware. Thank you for a wonderful program. You guys are doing a great job. I had a number of questions, but I'm going to keep it to one this time. Uh, if you have a podcast, uh, if you want to, if you don't have, when you add the podcast feed, I know there are categories of podcasts, but can you search for podcast by name, like Chicago Unbelievable Stories or whatever Absolutely. that was that you had on there? How do you do that? So, so it's a great question. You can certainly search for podcasts <laughs> by name. So, when you are on the podcast bookshelf, yeah, if you press the go to key two times. It will say add podcast feed. And when you press confirm, you will have the option there to search by name or search by uh, category there. So you can search by name and you can just type in Chicago because that's how I find, you know, if you wanted Chicago tonight or the anything that matches. So you can certainly search by name in that area. Use your go-to key, press confirm on add podcast feed, and then use your, your eight key to move down to, to actually search by, by name. Okay, now the go-to key is the, is the six or the, the, the four? Go, or? The go-to key is the square key above the number one. Okay, when good. In okay. your podcast bookshelf, you want to press yeah. the square key above the number one until it right. says add podcast feed. And okay. then press confirm, and then you'll be able to search by name uh, if you press your, your eight key, because you can either search by category or search by name. 
Okay. And then quickly, is can you do that like with the ACB podcast, the things that are coming out? That's the yes. same way you can search for not only on the Internet, but you can get the podcast after the convention, correct? Yeah. I would, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming you guys would throw them up into, into iTunes, wherever they go as well. But you could always stream, you know, ACB radio, which would have all of these lots of sessions and things playing. But do, do, do you know, Tyson, will they will they, these be put up in a podcast? They'll be put up in a podcast stream. And uh, for those of you listening, there is, uh, if you go to your podcast searcher and look for ACB convention and okay. all of this stuff. Boom. Okay. And should you hit that eight first yeah. to be sure you're on new, the most recent, so you uh, don't get... You don't have to. You yeah. can just go find your feed and, you know, it's just if you wanted to, you can look for new feeds. But thank you. Okay. Thank you, Debbie. Hey, I, thank you very much. Have a thank good you. day. You too. Bye-bye. 810. <laughs> That's me. This is Jessica. How's it hey, going, Jessica? Um, hey, Peter. Two questions. Um, one is more of a request, I guess. I would like to see the ability to reorder your favorites in the radio sure that would be cool and two um were you ever able to check into the particularly the apple keynotes podcast not playing you know i looked and i think that has to do so the so the 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 first question is i love suggestions and we are certainly you know, I, I will float that up the chain of command, if you will, um, to get okay. it, you know, to, for that suggestion in terms of being able to reorder your favorites. Because, yes, I certainly could see where you might want a certain station, you know, put before another. In terms of podcasts, yeah. if you are finding podcasts that are not playing, it is probably, and in that one, I believe it's because it is a video. So it's an MP4 podcast, which normally would play but the way that it's coded it's coded with a video feed that particular podcast and i know some newer podcasts that are video podcasts some will not play so i'm still looking into seeing if there's another way to add that stream to you know to any sort of podcast kind of uploading place i i believe though that that's the issue we can't play encoded mp4 podcasts at this yeah, time. it's there. It just won't play. Yep, it just has so to. So, what do, do I do then? Code. Unsubscribe from it, or what? Yeah, I would unsubscribe from it. I mean, you'll that'll be one you can do, you know, on a smart device or on your phone or somewhere else. For now, unfortunately, we can't get they they just that coding that particular coding right now is not supported. So we'll have to look into supporting Correct. that or seeing. Yeah, you'll have to. Yeah, add support for it maybe. And uh, another question that I just thought of: What did you? Uh, what did you say about purchasing? You said something about buying maps or buying. So when the new maps come out, I kind of missed that. Sure. So, and, and I'm sure everyone has this, the same thought. So when the map, the new maps, so we're updating the maps, when those new maps come out, we are not positive. So I, I am on recording saying that I am not at this point in time on July 8th, 2020, certain of what the process will be to get those new maps. We're still working out. There's licensing. There's all kinds of things involved. At this point in time, I believe, again, without any certainty and nothing is set in stone, that we're looking at obviously keeping it as as completely affordable as possible. So it'd be a low fee if there is a fee. And also looking at folks who purchased units within a certain period of time, um, being able to avoid that purchase price if there is one for these new maps, because I don't know what that will be, but we're still unsure. The bottom line is we know we have to update the maps. We are very pleased with the new maps, but we certainly, we're, we're going to try our best to keep that cost down. 
But thanks, Jessica. Hey, okay. You. Yeah, I think I got my truck a couple years ago. So yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll see. Thank you for your question. Okay. okay. All right. We got about five minutes left. More. We can do one more. One more. Know. All right. Steve Bauer, you should be unmuted. Steve Bauer. Hi there. How's uh, it going? Uh, it's going well. I'm one of those guys that never leaves home without my iPhone in one pocket and my Victor in the other pocket. So, <laughs> That's what I'm talking um, about, man. It's like me. Uh, feature request. Uh, yeah. uh, the ability to go do, uh, they're not called sections, uh, chapters in podcasts that, that are stored sure. in the ID3 tags uh, would be yes. truly awesome. I love it. And I know like FSCast and, and some put those chapters in. I know I know Jonathan Mosen does and others. Um it's a great, it's a great one. I will absolutely float that up. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that, a lot of times chapters exist now in podcasts that are much like how, how you know, Daisy books have a, it's a navigation level. Um, I will certainly, I don't know if that's, I know that's on our radar. I don't know exactly when or what we're doing in regard to that, but it's a, it's a great one. So I will. Yeah, well, it's on the radar. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Steve. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. So before I leave uh, before all of you enjoy your fine and wonderful Wednesday evenings. I would very much like to thank ACB. Uh, Humanware has been sponsoring ACB since a long time. I don't have an exact year. I'm sure somebody out there would remember, uh, but we're always pleased to be here. It's a, it's a great opportunity for us. We cannot make our products better without all of your feedback, without all of you out there. Uh, I am a blind person. I'm a user of lots of products, lots of technology, lots of things. Um, but, you know, we, we need that feedback. I know it, it helps me. It helps all of us kind of channel it to the right spots. And we really appreciate ACB. If there are folks who are interested in attending tomorrow's live roundtable discussion, it will really be with our product managers of blindness of low vision, myself and Rachel Feinberg, who is a product specialist out in the Bay Area. If you go to our website, www.humanware.com, if you click on the support link, you will be taken to our support page. And there is a uh, convention page there. It's a convention live page where you can actually register for tomorrow's webinar. If you are registered for tomorrow's webinar and in attendance, we will draw a winner and that winner will either be able to choose a, an Explore 5 handheld magnifier or a Victor Reader Stream second generation. Um, and in, so again, this is themed for the ACB participants. Um, certainly anyone and everyone is welcome. And that will be at noon Eastern time to tomorrow. I will also say, please, we do not generate those Zoom links. You have to register through Zoom. Humanware cannot do it for you. So I, I know that I am, I, constant, I am always receiving emails. I will try my best to send the link. If somebody needs help getting the link, I can certainly try my best to send you the registration link, but we cannot register you for the webinar. Also, you have to be in attendance to win. And if you're not, Somebody will be, right? So we will call a name. If you, you don't have to talk to us if you don't want to, if we can see you're present, but we would certainly love to hear from you if you do win. And if you're not there um, and we, your name comes up, we'll certainly move on. But thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Peter. I, I wish we had like another hour and a half <laughs> yeah, because I know, I know there, there's still people sitting there with their hands oh, up and they want to get to you, but, going. but, uh, but sadly we can't and sadly we have to wrap this up for the night. Uh, on behalf of ACB Radio, I want to thank everyone for listening in. On behalf of everyone in the room, thank you for attending. It has been an amazing session. And I love, love, love this product that they speak of. I can't wait to try the new uh, virtual browsing. And uh, 
Peter, I, I'm just looking forward to the next time. Next time we get a chance to hear from you. Rock and roll. Thank you so much. And thanks, Larry. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Emma. Shout out time. Thanks, friends. Okay. All right. And last, last but not least, I got to wrap up with the codes. If you are needing that ending uh, code for CEUs and Flex, it is BF5FF. BF, like best friends, 5FF, friends forever. All right. Everyone have a wonderful evening and we'll see you around the convention. Peace.